Yo, it, 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 it feels kind of weird coming and just talking after coming in with a, with a song like that. Cancel culture, man. Used by Defiance. Um, another episode of uh, Unaccompanied Adult with Joe Diaz, people. The, the fucking golf claps after... That headbanger right there is is, is uh very uh paradoxical to say the least. What's going on, everybody? Uh man, what is it? Uh episode 19. I'm o- I'm almost out of the teens. Or as R. Kelly would say, ugh. Um <laughs> but uh yeah. I hope everybody's doing well. Uh, I hope everybody is enjoying the summer still. It's been hot as hell lately. Um, come on, man. It's uh, it's the season. I don't want to hear anybody complain about the heat that was complaining about the, the cold in the winter. I don't want to hear none of it. I really don't. You guys need to, to be content with what we get. Like, There's other parts of the country that don't even get the luxury of the shit cooling down, uh, like you know, us on the East Coast or sometimes down south, or even in the, in the Midwest. But you know, we get you know, I love my four seasons, man. Fuck that. Anywho, yeah. So I did a lot of research about today's topic, as you can tell by the song that I chose. Uh, I'm going to be talking about cancel culture and and it's uh something that in in the the more recent years is beginning to gain more traction uh we've we've seen the the pinnacle when it does work uh where you know we've seen or we're seeing now that sometimes it doesn't work so the the question that i'm going to be asking and maybe answering in some part is is cancel is cancel 
is cancel culture effective? Now, um, so now let's let's talk about the notion of cancel culture, or or call out culture as it's been uh, been called recently. So, when is at its best? At its best, it's very effective in a way of bringing things to light that weren't known or known to the mass, I should say. Like, cancel culture is and has been justified in cases of crimes, uh, racism, and just plain being a terrible person. Like, you look at cases like uh, Kevin Spacey, uh, what's this bad guy's name, uh, Harvey Weinstein, R. Kelly, Bill Cosby, Roseanne, you know, the list goes on. In all these cases, they've all done and said despicable things, and it will rightfully dealt with. You know, Kevin Spacey with his, you know, uh, sexual, uh, sexual abuse of a minor uh, all those years ago, and some more cases are coming out. Uh, Harvey Weinstein was a, you know, he's been a sexual predator in Hollywood for a very long time. R. Kelly is very well documented uh, what he did. Uh, Bill Cosby, you know, is, uh, you know, slipping the pills and the hoagies and the jello pudding. He was putting his dick where it didn't belong. Boom. That's, uh, that's one of those little puns for you. Roseanne being, uh, uh, I guess a uh, stone cold racist. And, but, but here's the thing. The thing is, is that I know I said in the last episode that um, it's the job and the responsibility of this new generation to correct the wrongs from the past. And in a lot of these cases, uh, you know, Kevin Spacey, Harvey Weinstein, R. Kelly, Bill Cosby. Um, these are things that that happened in the past and it needed to be brought to light. And I'm I'm you know, it it should be said that is a is is great that you know, cancel culture, call out culture, whatever, uh illuminated these these uh, these situations. But like so, for example, I you know I I made uh, I made a comment that Roseanne was racist. Now, and I think she, uh, she I think she compared Kamala Harris or some some other politician to like a monkey or something like that. And yeah, it's it's a shitty thing for her to say. She got her show taken away from her, given to somebody else. But at what point? is cancel culture just straight up attacking the First Amendment. And now, now that's where the slippery slope comes in, where now people are afraid to say what, you know, whatever they feel or whatever they think, or even, even jokes. Now, you, you, you know, now, you, you know, you see comedians, they're afraid to talk about certain, um, topics on stage with without you know you know with fear of 
being attacked. We saw it with Chris Rock. You know, he can't make a joke about a man's wife. Okay. You know, that seemed a little bit more personal than what was really presented to the public. It seemed really personal. But, like, now you see a, a, a comedians, Dave Chappelle. You see, you see Dave Chappelle being accused of hate speech because of uh, seeming of what is what they deem as uh, transphobic uh, comments. Now, why him and why now? And that's the thing. It's like, why now? Why point out a person's art, um, so to speak, you know, for cancel culture? Like, to, why call that out now? You know, like, I, I think about the stuff that I grew up on. Um, watching Blazing Saddles, um, and which is, is, is riddled with racist humor. Using the N-word, um, a lot of Jewish jokes. That, that movie would be... One, it would never be made today because it's like too it's too much. Like everybody likes uh, the their comedy to be, I guess, safe today. But like you look at you look at instances like that. You you look at um, uh, fucking NWA. Uh, you look at Eminem. Eminem would would like today. Like you know, Eminem's what forty seven, something like that. So to hear him say like some of the more shocking things that he used to say back in the day, it now at this age seems a little silly, but back then it was really it was shocking. And it and, and it, you know, he was luckily lucky enough to come out in the in the late nineties where, you know, uh these new uh, the the Gen Z uh, wasn't born yet. A lot of these kids weren't born yet, so a lot of the people who had um, uh, Eminem CDs, they're like, you know, you know, you, you snuck it away from your, your from your mom, from your dad, so you can listen to it in private, or you listen to your your your, your disc man, or you know, you, you know, it's in your headphones. Now, you know, you you can you can hide it. You can hide it back then. But it, you know, it was one of those 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 shocking moments. Uh, he used uh, the word like faggot and dyke and all that, you know, things like that. He made fun of um, hermaphrodites and transgenders. Like it, it's it's one of those things. Is like I'm I'm surprised. Well, actually, matter of fact, I was I was gonna say I was I was gonna say I I was surprised that um, people haven't called him out, but he has been called out. Uh, a couple of years ago, they're like, "Oh, he, you know, he uses the word faggot a lot," and blah blah. blah. And you go, "Yeah, but that's Eminem. He's always done it." They're like, "Well, since he's always done it, you know, that doesn't make it right." Which, to each his own. But now you're just attacking a person's freedom of speech because you don't agree with it. 
And, you know, it's it's one of those things that you look at the the way that the society is shaping itself today, where uh, everybody's oversensitive, especially this new generation. And, and, and again, last episode, I was saying, yo, is I'm I'm grateful that these kids, you know, and I, and I throw my kids in that, in, in that mix, that they're around to change um, the, the narrative of what is appropriate or inappropriate or, you know, to call out racism that, you know, used to, you know, that, that existed uh, before their time. But, like, now, like what years ago, they 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 banned um, Mark Twain books or Huckleberry Finn from from books, or they they edited where he took out or they changed the name of uh, of Nigger Jim. That that was his name in the book, Nigger Jim. And you go, yeah, but like now you're just fucking with art. You're 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 changing the words that Mark Twain wrote in order to make yourself feel better. Now, you can use that as, okay, this is how they thought, this is how they spoke, this is how they wrote back in the day. And you can learn from it. Yeah, wow, that was really inappropriate. But it was a sign of the time. Not saying it was right, but it is a sign of the time. So taking out certain words doesn't change the story. Matter of fact, it didn't even. It you know what it it kind of it, it affected the story in the sense of yo this is what they called him. This is what his what his name was. This is how they referred to him in this in, in that time. But like now you're like I said, you're just attacking art. Now what? You, you know, you're gonna edit Romeo and Juliet because they were underage and having sex and falling in love and killing themselves? Are you gonna uh go back and cover up the the statue of David because he's showing his peen? No. You can't. Because you can't whitewash or sanitize history. You can't go back and, and, and rewrite a narrative because it doesn't, because you don't agree with it. You can't cancel a person that's been dead for fucking 100 years. You can't. Life canceled them. You know. Now, now you see, like, but like, what what we can do as a society is learn from those past mistakes, learn from those, uh, those certain beliefs that they held so true back then, and we can improve upon them. We don't say we don't say certain words on TV or on the radio. Some words are deemed very inappropriate, but now 
Now, there's certain words that weren't really used as um, as hate speech, which have been turned into hate speech. Like, like now everybody wants to compare that word, their word, to the N word. Like, you can't say retarded. Oh my God, he said the R word. It's retarded. In the dictionary, it exists to retard something, to hold something back, to stifle something. When you're mentally retarded, you have reached your your developmental growth brain-wise is stunted. It's it's just the way it is. Midget. Oh, that's uh, he used the M word. No. And it's fun to it's fun to say midget. It's fun to say midget. It's like Mulaney said, like, oh, you know, you can't say dude, the the word midget is the same as saying the N word. Like, no, it's not because we're actually saying midget. We're not even saying what the N word is. Like, it's it's these things. Like now, I don't know. It's like. And when when cancel culture and and to to bring it back uh, on track, when cancel culture was first started, it was beautiful. It was beautiful, people. Like, like it, it was created or the woke movement. The woke movement is what really uh, set all this off. You know, people were like, yo, there's injustices happening to black and brown people that most of the country and most of the world are blind to. So now, here, you know, here it is on your TV screens. This is... You know, it, a lot of it was in the dark. Like, you know what? I, and I and I kind of blame white people. And yes, I told you in the beginning, I was gonna, like in the beginning when I started this podcast, I was gonna get a little racy, a little racial, if you will. But I think. I think white people took woke culture, turned it into cancel culture, like as a form of reparations to black people for how shitty they were, uh, you know, for the past millennia. Now, I'm not calling all white people shitty. Steph Curry is pretty cool. Wait, what's that? Hmm. No shit. He's black. Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson's pretty cool. You know, the woke movement was intended to wake people up. And you you know, put that in quotes, wake people up to the injustices, like I said, to the injustices of black and brown people that we've experienced for the past. Hold on, let me check my watch. Four, four to five hundred years. Yeah. Time flies. Now, you look at cases like George Floyd and Breonna Taylor, 
The woke movement helped highlight these cases and allowed the, and I'm putting air quotes, the, the sleep, sleepish? The sleeping, to finally see what they were blind to the whole time. That's where, that's the, the, the incarnation of it came from. Like, yo, your sleep, stay woke. Stay woke to the lies. Open your eyes. I didn't mean for that to rhyme. I'm just always on time. Um, even like you look at the Me Too movement. The Me Too movement was intended to expose the constant sexual harassment and abuse women have endured throughout. Hold on, let me check my watch again. A thousand years. Huh. Didn't even feel that go by. Anyway, like cases like Weinstein and Cosby were hidden for years. Before women finally had the support they deserved and needed to come forward. But now it feels like we're, can we're canceling people just for being assholes at this point. And if that's the case, my days are numbered. Like cancel culture is setting its sights for people for being opinionated. Which has a lot of people afraid to express what they feel and think. Like I said. I said this. I'm, I'm going to keep. Repeating it. You know, you can't you can't say what you mean or what you feel. You have to watch your words. I I understand that you can't incite a riot out here in the streets. You can't go up to a person and say, hey, wet back. No, you're going to get punched in the face. These are repercussions. That's not free speech. You know, that's not free speech. That's hate speech. That right there is hate speech because you're directing your hate. But now if you go, ah, you know what? You know, I'm, I'm kind of against abortion or I'm kind of for abortion. Now you go, oh, you're anti-woman. Whoa, where, where did that come from? Or, you know, I'm not anti-trans. You know, a person could say I'm not anti-trans, but... You know, it's not for me. Oh, you're transphobic. Like, I, I I got asked, I think last year. And they were like, um, if, like, you know, I'm on dating sites and all that. And, uh, and you know, you know, when I'm swiping left, swiping right, whatever, I run into the occasional trans profile. And they make it known, I'm trans. All right, cool. Swipe left. Now, and I told, uh, I was having a conversation about this uh, last year. And they were like, yo, why are you mad transphobic? I'm like, no, I'm not transphobic. It's just, that's not my thing. You know, but, you know, their, their argument is, well, well, they're women. Like, okay. I'm not into trans trans women. I'm not into it. Now, I got called transphobic. I got called intolerant because of what I feel and what I believe. And that kind of made me feel shitty. Because, hey, what a person does for themselves to make, them, make themselves feel uh, happy or if they want to be their true selves, then by all means, do it. 
but I can't like I'm I'm you know not that I can't tolerate or I can't put up with it. It's like it doesn't affect me until you try to make it affect me. You understand what I mean? And I might get can you know I might get canceled for saying this shit, but it's not my thing. You know. Like, so I can't even express my opinion of how I feel about dating a, a trans person. I can't say that because I might get canceled. Like you, like, you look at the Me Too movement. The Me Too movement has men afraid to approach women in public without feeling like a predator. Like, what's up, beautiful? Ugh, and that's how you see me? Well, you're, you're pretty. Can I get your number? Ugh, am I just a sexual like yo, I am sorry. I don't I didn't I didn't mean to make you feel like a piece of meat. I, I thought you were pretty. I wanted to get your number. Like is it's taking it's taking away the civility that we once had towards each other. Like, and I get it, there's people who are shitty out there. There's shitty fucking people out there. There's people who go out there and go, you know what? Fuck transgenders. They should they don't deserve their own bathroom. I'm not. I'm like, eh. I don't. I don't use fucking public bathrooms that much anyway. What the fuck, man? Like, I go home. You know, I do my business at home. But like, I and I understand that there's there's men who made women feel uncomfortable. I understand that the the sex trade is a big thing. I understand there's a bunch of fucking R. Kelly's out there. I understand there's a bunch of Bill Cosby's out there. I understand there's a bunch of Harvey Weinstein's out there. But not all of us. So now we can't say hi. We can't comment on how pretty you look. I understand that in a, in a workplace is inappropriate. Company policies dictate that. You know, I learned that from an episode of Dinosaurs from 1993. <laughs> was sexual harassment. <laughs> but... Yeah. Well, you know, it's is I understand that sexual harassment in this thing is a thing. I, I understand that uh anti LGBTQIA plus. I got that in one shot. Thank you very much. I I understand that there's a, a bunch of intolerance out there towards transgenders and gays and queer folk. Like, I understand this. But now you're vilifying a person who's not really like, you know, like, yo, be you, but just don't involve me. Or there's a person who culturally doesn't believe in, in that, who doesn't believe in not just transgenders, but that they don't believe in homosexuality. As a part of a person's religion, they don't see it as something that they rock with. But now you they, they can't say what they want to say because it it offends you. When did we start like getting offended by everything? When did we start caring not caring about offending people, but when did we mince our words in this in this country, in this world, in this society? You know. Like we care about too, like we care about how a person feels too much, 
rather than giving them the truth. Or just giving our opinion. I understand that, you know, fucking there's people out there who are just so disconnected from reality that, you know, you can't tell them anything. Trump won the 2020 election. I beg to differ. There's numbers, fam. Oh, but Joe Biden is a sexual predator. Prove it. I'm not saying, oh, my God, you offended me. Clutch my pearls. No. Yeah, whatever. You, that's how you, that's what you think. Good luck with that goofy ass way of thinking. Trump, Trump is a Nazi. Is he a Nazi? Prove it. Prove that he's a Nazi. Prove that he ziggled somebody. Prove it. He supports white nationalists. Prove it. Prove it. Yeah, is he. Does he believe in quaint, quiet consent? Perhaps. But I can't prove that shit. But I'm not going to take away, or I'm not, I'm not going to take away the right to say it. I'm not going to take away your right to believe in what the fuck you believe. If you think he won the election, cool. He didn't. Cool, though. Uh, if you think uh, fucking Joe Biden is a clone, cool, man. Awesome. Good luck with that. Oh, the earth is flat. Bet. Cool. I'm not going to take away, like, why do we care so much about what people think and feel? Why do we put so much, so much credence into, the, into these things? Mind your fucking business. Exfoliate your skin. Drink water. That's how you stay looking young. Instead of just fucking going through this whole mob mentality of, you know, attacking the hornet that's attacking, you know, that's trying to infiltrate the, the hive. No, dog. Yeah, if R. Kelly is out there having a sex ring in his house, lock his ass up. 30 years. Cool. But don't forget, but don't forget about Elvis. Who married his a fourteen year old? Who had sex with a fourteen year old? Whatever goofy shit like that. The wasn't the big bopper out there. Just it, it's stop, stop. We're stop putting so so much emphasis on certain things. Like yo, if all right, if you if you have to out. A sexual predator, and you out his ass. If there's a person that's a policymaker who is proven on record to create policies and laws that actively prohibit you from living your life in in in, in, in happiness and liberty, then out them. It's your right to speak out against it. But if you just go, well, I think that guy's racist. Why well, I think what you just said is racist. Why well, I think what you said is transphobic. I watched this clip on MSC, MSNBC, and I forgot the politician. I forgot. The, it was like a, a 
it was the whole thing about um the Roe v. Wade or whatever. And the the, the politician asked, so can so is Roe v. Wade a woman's issue? In which the the extremely liberal uh college professors, you know, very snarky was like, well, uh not women aren't the only ones that can have babies or that can get pregnant. There's non there's people who identify as non-binary, there's trans men that can get pregnant, and da da da. da. So then, you know, he replied with a snarky as re- remark as well. So I guess Roe v. Wade isn't just a woman's issue. But then you go, all right, so now she's, he just asked a question. And whatever his intent was for that, that, that question is, it, it, it wasn't clear. Maybe he was trying to be a dick. I didn't perceive it to be dickish. But she attacked him. And now what she said is, what you're saying your dismissal of trans people calls for violence. Like it, it calls for violence against the, the, the queer community. I'm like, wow, that's a leap. You took that from, is Roe v. Wade a woman's issue? That's it. And then, you, you know, you, 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 and then, you know, the whole mob mentality is, this guy, this guy's a piece of shit. And, uh, how dare he and blah, blah blah. I'm like, yo, context is a thing. You have to listen to context. You can't just take out nigger Jim from Huck Finn without knowing the context of the story. If all you're taking out is a sensational word, then you're not getting the point of the narrative of the story. You're not getting it. You're taking out key words. And this is the, the, the generation today. You only look at key words and you look at the, the flashy words, the, the bold words that stick out to you. And you go, yeah, let's, t- let's take this motherfucker down. Now, and here's the thing. And this is what I always said. We have to look at who's calling for the canceling. We have to look deep into you. Pause. To see if you're squeaky clean. Are you so holier than thou that you can cancel a person for saying something. Can you call a person out for saying something that you've been guilty of doing? That you've been guilty of doing the same shit? Or something similar to it? I bet everybody, myself included, everybody has that inappropriate tweet or facebook post or ig if you if some of you who follow my instagram you know i put wild shit on there 
Sometimes I look back back at the old post. I'm like, yo, I was, ugh. and I delete them. And that's and that's and that's what social media has done for for cancel culture. Like cancel culture has gained a lot of traction from social media. Hashtags are made every day connected to social injustices. You see places like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. These are the main platforms that have strapped a rocket to the causes. Hashtag Breonna Taylor. Hashtag George Floyd. Hashtag Me Too. Da, 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 da. Give it a name. And these are these are causes that you can get behind. These are, you know, injustices. R. Kelly. Hashtag R. Kelly. You know, surviving R. Kelly. But like now, you're you're just you're we're eating each other, pause. On on a level that is unprecedented, we haven't seen this level of canceling since the Salem witch trials. And yeah, let's not get it. Twisted, ladies and gentlemen. The Salem witch trials were the, the one of the first incarnations of cancel culture. She's reading a book, Witch Burner. Uh, that guy, uh, that woman made me arouse when I look at her. She's a witch. Like, no, man. You're sexy in that frock. Come hither, Guinevere. The way your stockings look in that buckled shoe is very enticing. <laughs> now, and you know, like in like you know, social media, you know, it, uh, they did it to Kevin Hart. You know, he made a uh, a joke about if he found out if his son was gay, he'd hit him. He he was he'll break or smash a a, a dollhouse on his back. Now, he has apologized for it because he no longer thinks like that. But you try to cancel him for something that he said ten fifteen years ago. What did you say ten fifteen years ago? When you were stupid and try to be shocking. Hmm? Look at yourself. You know, you can't, you can't, you know, you can't fucking comb through a person's Twitter trying to find that one thing that, oh, Here's the smoking gun. This person is intolerant and he's racist and he's anti-Semitic. Let he who is without sin cast the first stone. Right? I can't. I can feel however I feel about a person. But I'm not going to call for their 
career to end because I don't agree with him. I just don't support him. I just don't watch him or I don't listen to him or I don't fucking read it. I, I you know, you're taking you. So the whole cancel culture is, I guess, was intended to give a voice to the voiceless and power to the powerless, right? But now in doing so, now you're giving that other person more power because they're like, I want you to change. I don't want you to be on TV anymore. I don't want you to be in movies anymore. I don't want you, like, fuck you, man. Don't watch me. If you don't like me, don't watch me. If you don't like what you're listening to, if you don't like hearing what I'm saying on this podcast, yo, there's a million other fucking podcasts out there. Cool. I'm good. Kevin Spacey's still a fucking millionaire. Boo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo. I'm gonna go fucking cry on money. Now, the power is in your hands to, to not to switch the channel. So don't play the fucking, what is the, the, the call of duty that this nigga is in? It's up to you, ladies and gentlemen. And, and, and all this is like, you know, you're calling people out. You're pushing people out into the forefront for, for saying and, and like fucking Justin Bieber was, was saying fuck Bill Clinton and I and I agree. But fuck Bill Clinton and then he's peeing in a in a bucket or whatever. He's a stupid kid. And he grew up in public he grew up in the public eye. And you're trying to cancel him for what? For what? For being a stupid kid? All of us were stupid kids one time. We didn't have fucking social media to fucking to 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 to, to broadcast it out into the world. We were just stupid to the people that knew us. Now it's just, you know, it's more emphasized now. You have Twitter. You can just go, well, you know, Hunter Biden is a blah, 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 blah. Cool. That's your opinion. Your opinion's not fact. And what we're, just, what we're doing is just creating this toxic environment. Where nobody trusts one another anymore. And everybody's vilifying everybody else just because of, you know, I don't agree with what you said. I don't agree with what you said. Well, you're my sworn enemy. Well, you're my sworn enemy. No. I have friends. I have family that have voted for Trump. I know people that, that go, well, Joe, you're too liberal. I'm not. Believe me, I'm not. I'm more moderate. I see goofy shit that the, the conservatives do. I see goofy shit that the, the liberals do. Like in the liberal, the liberal public shaming, like they seem to dictate social morality or what, you know, what's vulgar and what not. They attack anything that doesn't fit the liberal narrative. Like I said, I'm not conservative. 
I'm not. These doofy niggas on the other side are stupid too. Like, well, the woke agenda, blah, blah. I'm like, what's the woke agenda? Explain that to me. Explain it. Because I, ex- I can explain it to you. If you don't want us to be woke, it means you want us to be asleep, which means you're trying to hide something from us. But like now, you know, you know, the woke or the cancel culture, they're attacking fucking historic figures now. John Wayne? Really? John Wayne. John fucking Wayne. The Duke. Can you believe what he said? Yes. He was born in the 19 fucking 05 or something like that. Yeah. I completely believe that he was racist. Or he had race. He said things racist. He was an old white guy in America. Go figure. He was going to say some shit that you're not going to. It's going to make you feel uncomfortable. Oh, my God. Can you believe Nixon was? Yes, I completely believe that Nixon was racist. And it's proven because he's on record saying things. He recorded himself. I don't know why. He's going to use it for his podcast later on. Um, But yeah, come on, man. You can't call everything hate speech because it doesn't. It doesn't make you feel good. Like, look. I'm for. Let me let me approach this like this. You see, I'm afraid of getting canceled. I completely am for equal rights for LGBTQIA plus people. I am. But I'm not going to call you they, nigga. Like, that's a group of people. Enough. You're not a group of people. You're a person. Next time a motherfucker calls me cisgender, I'm going to fist fight you in a fucking in a club in Soho. Again, man, like you can't, you can't push your narrative so hard onto people and expect them to accept it. Guess what? The pushback is harder. We're seeing it. We're seeing it. We saw it with Roe v. Wade. They're looking at gay marriage now. Cameron Simon's like, yeah, I think uh, gay marriage should be abolished too. It's not a constitutional right. Like what? Like like, but that's that's the reaction. The reaction to Obama was Trump. That's the pushback. You understand? You can't go all the way liberal. You can't go all the way conservative. You go all the way conservative. You know what you get? You get Biden. That's what happens. That's the the fucking pushback. That's the ebb and flow of society. You can't completely dominate the the country with one one set of of morals. You can't because 
The pushback is a bitch. You can't call it hate speech because you don't agree with it. You can't. I understand that if they're saying, hey, all black people should die. All brown people need to go back to. Yes, that's hate speech. That's hate speech. There are too many Mexicans in this. Okay. That's hate speech. But if a, if a person goes, yo, you know what? I don't really, um, I don't, I don't date Latinas. Oh, you're racist. No, that's not his type. That's what we're, that's what we're getting to this country. So the question that I asked in the beginning is cancel culture effective. It has been. I don't think it is anymore. Because the effectiveness is just as important or is directly connected to the, the gravity or the severity of the infraction. George Floyd was killed. It was televised across the world. It was murdered. And what happened? Because it was televised all over the world and it became such a big thing that the guy is sent to prison. I think he just got 20 years now for, uh, what, what is it, um, for violating his civil rights. Yes, that's when cancel culture or we're woke culture, give it a fucking name, call out culture, that's when it's effective. Harvey Weinstein, out of here. R. Kelly, 30 years. Uh, Kevin Spacey, out of here. Mario Batali, he's somewhere. I don't know where he is. He's laying low. He's making he's making pasta sauce. But yeah, because of that, because of the the public outing of these people, things got changed. But like now, now the the, the overcorrection is becoming a little too much. We have to be careful with that. Because remember, the pushback is going to be a bitch. You know, you can't go through life expecting not to be offended or hurt. Our feelings are going to get hurt. We can't go through life like that. It's not as rational, healthy adults. That's not a world that we can survive in, where everybody watches what they say, where there's no discourse, none. So, take that with you, and, you know, don't watch what you say. Be mindful of what you say, meaning 
you have to not handle things with with kid gloves. But if you're gonna make an argument for something, be articulate about it. You understand? Those are all I want for everybody. Not not everything has to be an argument. Not everything has to be uh, a miscommunication. If you slow down and you choose your words wisely, articulately, you can get a lot done. Stop accusing each other of hate or, or intolerance or wokeness or whatever. Stop it. And let's focus on shit that matters. And that's the thing. We're, we're putting too much emphasis on things that don't matter. Can you believe what Kim Kardashian said? No. I don't care. That shit doesn't affect me in the slightest. And she was like, yo, Joe Diaz is a cocksucker. And like, yo, what the fuck did I do to Kim? But stop putting so much emphasis. Live your life. If it doesn't affect you, then you know what? I say you fucking let it let it slide. You should have spoke up. You should have voted, you know, when, when it was time to vote. For public figures. If you want real change. But be careful of what you change because the pushback is a motherfucker. That's all I got to say. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of Unaccompanied Adult with Joe Diaz. Peace.